you know, I'm going to share something with, with people because it's something that I feel very strongly about. And it's just nothing, it's not a serious um, thing. It's just something personal with me. But um, for me, I um, my kids are 20 and 18. I have three kids. My oldest is 20. He'll be 21 next year. And my twins just made 18 a couple months ago. And I honestly, at this point in my life, really, really miss them being younger. Now, I know there's probably a gang of mamas that's probably like, shit, whatever. I can't wait for my kids to get older and get out of there and get up and get out of my house. I'm not that kind of mama. And I am not doubting anybody for thinking that way or, or feeling that way. However, I just see things a little differently. I don't know if it's, maybe it's maybe it's because I don't have anybody in my life and I'm just always by myself. But I just miss my kids always wanting to be around me. You know, those of us who have kids, you know, when your kids are, you know, um you know, when they're, you know, seven, eight, nine, you know, all they want to do is be around mommy and daddy, you know, or in my case, mommy, you know, but they always want to be around their parents, you know, they want to do things with you. They want to be around you. They want to, everything is just around being with your parents. I miss those days so much where it makes me want to cry because, and I, but don't get me wrong. I'm happy to see my kids grow up and prosper and blossom and, and, and do that thing. I'm really grateful to see that. But I miss the togetherness so fucking much. And we all know, those of us who got big kids, you know, if your kids, you know, if you got a kid of 16 and over, then you could understand what I'm about to say. When your kids get that age, you know, the older they get, they don't want to get closer to you. They want to get the fuck away from you. Not... You know, some kids literally, but for the most part, you know, kids are doing their own fucking thing. That's when they're starting to blossom out and they're doing, you know, they're what they do and what they do. We did it as kids, right? It's just what the way it goes. Kids, the older you get, the more you, um, the more you want to branch off and do your own thing. And that's understandable. I do understand it, but I just miss it so fucking much. Me and my kids used to, and look at, I look at these commercials, you know, and you know, it's the holidays, you know, kids are, you know, families coming together. I have an issue with that type stuff. Not a bad issue. I have a, a, a sad issue with it because I, I, I crave that kind of stuff. I wish I had, came from a family that was about togetherness. And that was about being together and coming together as a family and and, and, and and enjoying being around one another because we're only here for so fucking long. And and like I tell my kids all the time, you've got the entire fucking planet that's waiting to fuck you up, to eat your ass up, devour you, and spit your ass out. That you should expect nothing less from the fucking planet. Your family your home 
is the place where you should be able to come to to get away from that shit. Your family is a place where you should be able to come to to feel loved, to come together and enjoy the good, sweeter parts of life. I know all families is not always hunky-dory, but I see so many families on Facebook, on TV, that can at least come together, even if it's just for a short time, and enjoy one another. To smile and hug each other. I really miss that. Honestly, I can't even say I miss it because I never had it like that. I wish I had it that way. I envy families. That's why I really don't be on Facebook that much no more because I'm no hater. But I am a person with a big hole in my heart. And when I see families on TV or on Facebook taking pictures together and coming together, being together, even if it's just for the fucking picture, just to be able to be in that type of environment, it makes me so sad. Because I'm like, why not my family? Why not my family? Why can't I come from a fucking family who wants to be fucking together? Who enjoys it? I'll tell you one thing. (coughs) My ex-husband's family. One thing I can say about his family, about his mom's side of the family, is that family is tight-knit. They come together. They spend time together. They go to each other's house and watch football games. Thanksgiving, Christmas, birthdays. I mean, it's just a family affair. And I really fucking envy that. I always have. Not in a bad way, but just wishing that my family was even a piece of something like that. But it's nothing like it. And I guess because of that, I feel like my kids are the only closest thing that I have to having anything like that. And it was like that for me and my kids when they were younger, but you know, they get older. They get older and and they get older real fucking fast. So if you have young ones, let me just say this. If you have young ones, I know they could be a fucking handful sometimes, but cherish every fucking moment. Cherish every waking moment. The good times and the bad times. Because I swear you will look around one day and that shit'll be fucking gone. It don't mean everybody it don't mean everybody be dead. No, I'm not saying that. But they'll be older. And as we all know, your kids at the older they get, the further off they go. They're doing their own thing. Right now my my oldest is out with his girlfriend. My girl, my daughter, out with her boyfriend, and my youngest is downstairs on the couch. And the only reason why he's on the couch right now is because he's sick, just like I am, (laughs) talking to his girlfriend or playing video games with his boys 
on it online. But the point of the matter is, I miss it. I miss the days where we would just all lay in bed together, me and my kids, and watch a movie with our jammies on. My oldest son, we used to, he used to say, Mommy, I want some snacks. You know, and that was short for snacks. So we call them, we, you know, some things, you know, sometimes your kids say stuff and stuff, stuff sticks, you know. But, you know, we used to lay in bed and get some snacks <laughs> together. And we would just lay back and watch TV or, you know, the twins would start fighting. No, well, not fighting, but, you know, twins start. My youngest, my youngest, he, he, he's the, he's the, he's my headache, but I love him so much. But he was the one, if some shit started, he's starting it. You know, messing with his sister or messing with his brother. But, you know, I miss those days. And I, I tell you something else. You know, sometimes you can miss something so much and so hard. Even memories of it hurt. Because I'm sitting here with tears in my eyes right now. Tears in my fucking eyes. Because I miss it so much. And there's no way to turn time back. But I was looking through my looking at, looking through my um and the pictures of my iPad. And um I was looking at pictures of my iPad and um uh and I was looking at some old pictures, so I found some old videos of uh my kids, me and my kids, when my kids were a little younger, you know, when they wanted to be around mommy. And um, I was just watching the videos, and before I knew it, the tears were just rolling down my fucking face. Because I was here by myself looking at them. And I know there are always going to be beautiful memories that we always have together. But I guess it also depends on where your life is currently. You know, I don't really have anybody in my life. And this is not a sob story. So please don't take this as some type of fucking violin story. I guess I feel like I'm on defense of that because that's how people always make me feel whenever I try to talk to them about shit. But this is not a violin or a cry for fucking help. I'm just sharing a heartfelt situation. But because I don't have anybody in my life right now, and who knows if I ever will, um, looking back on memories like that, they're emotional for me because I miss it. I miss cuddling with my kids in the bed. Believe it or not, we used to stay in one room up until my kids were about, my oldest was like 13. Yeah, 13, almost 14 years old. We were all in one room, one big bed. Luckily, I got a huge ass bed, but um, up until he was about 14, we were all in one bed because we were all staying in one room at one point in time. And, um, but the body heat, you know, and my daughter used to say, Mommy, you used to rub your feet up again, so you used to make me so mad. <laughs> but I miss it. I miss waking up with my kids, you know, one twin is under my back, and the other twin is on my face, you know. My son, he sleeps so damn, my oldest, he sleeps so damn wild. You know, his arms and legs all over the goddamn place. Like I said, I, luckily I got a huge bed. I got a Tempur-Pedic. A huge bed. You know, so it accommodated us just fine for the time being. But the thing is, though, I just miss it. 
I miss it so fucking much. I miss it so much. And you never know what tomorrow's gonna bring. You really fucking don't. You never know what the fuck tomorrow's gonna bring. And you never know what condition your life is gonna end up in. And you know, but as far as family, it is so cherish it. Cause death ain't the only thing that could take it away. People fall out. I haven't talked to my parents or the child in eight years. And if I had it my way, we wouldn't be where we are today. We wouldn't be at odds like we are today. If I had it my way, but I don't have it my way. He gets it his way. And the way he wants it is, is nothing to do with each other. So let it be what the fuck it is. My dad, it's November, almost December 1st. I haven't spoken to him since, since fucking, um... Father's Day of this year. Almost six fucking months. Because he got mad at me because he found out that my his son had somebody break into my motherfucking house. Go fucking figure on that. He's not speaking to me because somebody busted his son out. Because he has his son, when I first moved out to where I live at now, this is the city I live in now, the first house that we wrote that we moved into, he had somebody break into it. And I didn't know, I had no no proof that it was him until Father's Day. And I told my dad, and needless to say, him and his son are fine. Everybody else is a punk-ass bastard, a punk motherfucker, should I say. That's the word that he used. Everybody's a punk motherfucker with the exception of his son. He's not speaking to me because his son has somebody breaking into my fucking house. Go fucking figure. But this is where I I look at God like, you son of a bitch. Because you wrote this script out. We didn't ask for it to go this way. You wrote this motherfucking script out to go this fucking way. You wrote it out to go this motherfucking way. And we just played it out. Just like we all did. Like they say, the world's a stage and everybody plays their fucking part. That ain't no lie. But what they don't say is God writes the script out for every fucking body. Yeah, we make our own decisions. We make decisions, but he knows what kind of fucking situation you're going to make the decision in in the first motherfucking place. He knows this shit. And that's why I have an issue. I have spiritual issues with God because I'm like, you son of a bitch, you knew. You wrote it out to go this fucked up. Yeah, we played it out. But you wrote out the goddamn script. The script writer, the, the movie writer, writes out the fucking movie. Then he gets the people to play the motherfucking parts. Same thing goes with God. Same fucking thing goes with God. Same thing goes with God. He writes the motherfucking script out. Because he knows how everything is going to play out. He knows how the next five minutes is going to play, go play out. We don't. He do, though. He do. And that's why I despise God so fucking much. Because I'm like, why couldn't I come from a fucking family? Why can't my family, why can't we be one of them families that come together? There will never be a Christmas time or a Thanksgiving time where we could all sit down as a fucking family. Because we're so divided. 
we are so divided. And for me, I guess my kids are my last hope. But now that they're older, of course, they're still around. But, you know, you know how it is when you're fucking 17, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21 years old. You're doing your own fucking thing. I know I was. But see, the thing is about me, the difference between me and my family is I want my family to get, come together. My, my, my mom was more so one of the, she's one of those, you know, typical mothers, I guess you could say. And I don't mean this in a bad way, but my mom was more than one of, the mom, one of those mothers who are like, well, I can't wait till these niggas get out of my house. Me, I told my kids, I know that you won't, but if you wanted to, you guys can stay with me forever. You really fucking could. I don't look forward to the day that my kids fucking finally move out the house. I do because I want to see my kids be independent, but I also know that you could stay, you could live independently together. But, you know, I know most kids, you know, I know, hell, I know some mamas that be like, as soon as my kids turn 18, they got to get the fuck out. I'm just not that kind of mama. And I'm not knocking those who are like that. But I'm just not that kind of, I'm not that kind of mama. And there's nothing wrong with either way. You know, whatever suits you the best, that's what suits you. But at the same time, you know, if I could have, if I had it my way, if I could turn back the hands of time, I would zap all three of my kids back to being fucking toddlers. Maybe not newborns, but at least toddlers. Toddlers. And I've said that shit before to certain people, to people when people be like, girl, you fucking crazy. That's not crazy. It's just a little different than what you would do. I sure the fuck wouldn't do that. You might not. But nothing's wrong with me because I would. Doesn't make me fucking strange. It just I'm just different. Families seem to grow apart. We always seem to grow apart. And some families just don't ever come together. And that's my family. And I'm not here to down my family, but I'm just saying that because of the way that my family dynamics is, it makes me wish that much that my kids were fucking younger because I hate being alone. I hate the, the, the separation. I hate the, the, the division. I really do. It bothers me. Because I believe in love. I believe in, in unity. I believe in togetherness. But it seems like the more that's what I want, the more God is like, nope, I'm going to fuck it up even more. I'm going to do this. I, did you want it like this? I'm going to do total opposite. And that's exactly what the fuck he's doing. It don't matter about my heart. Sorry. That was my mama that just called. Just make sure I didn't, you know, remind me to give her 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 Thanksgiving plate, but I don't think it's any good, honestly. But it's interesting that she called me twice today and she called me twice twice today, once yesterday, and none of the times did she tell me that my dad was in the hospital. I get that I get that me and him aren't seeing eye to eye, but do I not have the right to be told or to know? Wouldn't you want to know if your father was in the hospital? Regardless of whether or not you 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 guys get along or not, don't you think, why wouldn't she tell me? She called all three of my kids to tell me. 
I mean, to tell them. But she, but I talked to her three times. She never mentioned it to me not one time. Now, some people may see there's nothing wrong with that. Some people may see what I'm talking about. I don't know. But I just think it's kind of strange because that's how my family gets down. If that was me, and even if my daughter wasn't talking to her dad, and I know they were on the outs, I would still let her know your dad's in the hospital. Now, what she did with it would be what she did with it. But at least I would know that she knows. But my mama ain't said shit to me about it. She called all three of my kids to tell them. But I'm not saying nothing about it. But I'm just saying, this is how my family gets down. This is the dynamics of my fucking family. My dad, up until about 10 years ago, I always thought I was a daddy's girl. I had it tattooed across my arm. I just recently wouldn't got it fucking covered up. Because I'm there, there you don't. For I, I'm not a daddy's girl, not anymore. Not after, not after. I mean, really. It's only me, and his son. My parents have two kids. Me, I'm the oldest, and then their son, six years younger than me. But he has never put his hands on his son. Never. He's jumped on me twice as an adult. Would have been a third time. Would have been a third time. But I told him, I said, you could do it this time if you want to. But this time I will press charges because the first two times he did it, the police got called, they arrested him, and I dropped it, and I told him I didn't want to press charges. I said, that's my dad, both times. But he was about to do it again about seven years ago. I said, you could do it, and I stood there. You could touch me if you want to. I ain't going to stop you. I said, but this time I will press charges, so you go ahead. And he backed the fuck up. But he has never put his hands on his son. Not fucking once. Matter of fact... My mother used to get so upset with him when his son, when their son was in school or when he was a young adult, because she used to tell me, you need to kick his ass because he was wilding the fuck out. She's like, you really, she's like, I'm doing all I can. She said, I'm a female. You need to step in and do something with his ass. You need to kick his ass. And his exact words to my mother every fucking time was, I ain't finna be tussling and busting all over the floor with that nigga. And he has never, I think maybe he grabbed him by the shirt one time. But your daughter, your girl, you physically jump on. My mother had to pull his ass off of me twice. Now, I guess I'll be wrong to say my daddy was a fucking coward because you like the easy fucking win, right? You jump on a female quicker than you jump on a fucking male. Why? Because you know his son could have gave him a run for his fucking money. So he takes the easy fucking win. But I won't say that. I let it speak for his fucking self. But this is still the dynamics of my fucking family. And now... Like I said, we don't speak because you went off on me because somebody came to me who I have never seen before in my fucking life. Out of the fucking blue. But they knew who I was. And they said, that's pretty fucked up what your brother did to you about your house getting broken into. Why would somebody say that shit? How would they fucking know this? I didn't know this person from Adam. And that's what the fuck they said to me at a job that I was at. I was like, say what? He said, that's pretty dirty how he did you. I was like, what? And so when I told my parents, I talked to my dad first, but when I told him, I wasn't expecting him to ground a nigga because he's fucking damn near 40 years old. You know? 
I didn't expect him to take him and whoop his ass. Knowing you wouldn't, he ain't never did that. To him, anyway. But I didn't expect him to come down on me like that. Telling me how fucked up my head is and how fucked up of a person I am and I need to get over this fucking shit. Just went the fuck up. And then the motherfucker that told me is a punk motherfucker who ain't shit. Everybody was a punk motherfucker who ain't shit except for the motherfucker who did it, which was his son. You'd have thought that I wouldn't told a lie on this motherfucker. Like I made this fucking shit up. He was going off on me so bad, I hung up on his ass. And that was the last time I spoke to him. Father's Day of this year. Tomorrow is December 1st. Do you think I'm willing to fucking apologize for hanging up on him? Or for whatever the fuck I said to him? Because after a while, he just made me so fucking mad. I was like, bro, you tripping. You tripping. With all due respect, you tripping. That was the last reaction I expected from this motherfucker. From my dad? You talking shit to me? About some shit that your son just got busted out on him? But they believe him, and they don't believe me. How would this motherfucker know who the fuck I am? How would they know who the fuck... How did he... The person who came to me and said this to me, how did he know me? I had never seen him before. I couldn't tell who... I couldn't have told him who the fuck... If he had never spoke to me at, at all, I wouldn't have never said shit to him because I don't know who the fuck he is. I had no reason to speak to him. He came to me about it. And put your son on blast. And you go off on me about the shit? That's almost as bad as somebody getting raped. And when you go to the police about it. Or the courts about it. Motherfuckers tell the fucking. Tell the motherfucking rapists. Let the rapists go. And they persecute the motherfucker who turned around and said they got raped. Like seriously? Really? Really? So I haven't spoken to my dad since fucking Father's Day of this year. And I have no intentions on speaking to him. Hospital or no fucking hospital. My kids told me yesterday he's in the hospital with food on his lungs. I wish him the best. But how am I supposed to give a fuck when it's clear that you don't give a fuck about me? I got a lot of shit that adds the fuck up. And it hurts. And it's the holidays. We used to enjoy the holidays. Me and my dad used to be holiday fucking fanatics. Literally. literally. We used to go find the biggest tree on the motherfucking lot. Christmas songs while we decorating the tree. Having a good ass fucking time. Hot cocoa. All the works. You don't think that I miss that shit? It's cold. It's really fucking cold how things work sometimes. And I can't blame nobody but God because I didn't ask for this shit. I didn't ask for shit to get this way. I didn't ask for shit to be this way. I didn't ask for shit to turn out this fucking way. I didn't. But I got to deal with it. So, yeah, when I see families come together, it it brightens my heart, it warms my heart, but it saddens my heart. It really makes me fucking sad because I'm like, wow, god damn, are you serious? 
God, you really, this is the layout that you have for fucking my life? For real, nigga? Who can you blame? We didn't lay this shit out. We're just dealing with it. Oh, God would never do. Say that bullshit. Say that bullshit. Oh, people made the wrong decision. Ain't nobody, this ain't no decision making. I mean, yeah, he made a decision to have a motherfucker break into my fucking house. But you, I mean, right, right. But you have to, but God, you made a decision for it to all go the way that it's fucking going. You laid this whole plan out. We just played it the fuck out. You laid it all out. And yet and still people will still jump up and defend God. I don't see God as good as he fucking, as people make it seem. You know, God is good all the time and all the time God is good. That depends on who the fuck you asking, man. God is the prince of sadness. The prince of suffering. Oh, no, that's the devil. And you know what? Then why is the devil more powerful than God? Why is the devil more powerful than God? Why does God allow the devil to be more powerful than him? You got you the motherfucker the Almighty. Why the fuck are you allowing the devil to fucking be so goddamn fucking um 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 what you call it so so powerful? The tail's wagging the dog. It just don't seem right, bro. So I'm in this now. And I want to thank you guys all again for listening to my podcast. I am Miss Nobody, a.k.a. Misunderstood or Misunderstood, a.k.a. Miss Nobody. However you want to look at it, it's me. I want to thank the East Coast and America. I want to thank the West Coast. I want to thank Africa. I want to thank Mexico, Norway, United Kingdom, Paris, France, everywhere that I see dots where you guys are downloading my podcast. I love you. I thank you for the support. I thank you for the ear. I thank you for the understanding. And I also look forward to your feedback. W-Y-L-D-C-H-Y-Y-L-D-7-7 at gmail.com is where I can be reached. I would love to hear anything, good or bad, whatever you want to say. I would love to hear back from you. I really would. I'm not ready to do video podcasts just yet. But I do appreciate the love that I get for these for these um these voice podcasts. I really do. I see cities and stuff popping up all over the place. I really do appreciate it. I'm almost to um eleven hundred. Eleven hundred people. I know that doesn't sound big, but for somebody who just started two months ago, for me, that's huge. And I wanna thank you. I certainly appreciate the love. Please continue to tell your folks about it. Share the link about it. Share the, the, the podcast. Share the RSS feed. Whatever feed it is. I don't know how it really works. Because, again, I am brand new to this. I posted my first podcast on August 31st. Basically, September 1st. So, I'm almost three months in the door with this. I still don't know what I'm doing other than sharing my views with the world, sharing my side and my stories with the world. I thank you for accepting it and opening it. I thank you for your time and experiencing it. I want to encourage everybody to please live life with love. Live your life with love and compassion. Just try. We got enough shit out here trying to destroy us. Try love and compassion for once. Just once or twice. See how far it takes you. 
Thank you again for the love and support. Please continue to share my link to tell people about Miss Nobody, a.k.a. Misunderstood. Or Misunderstood, a.k.a. Miss Nobody. Please continue to share the info. I really appreciate it. Send it to your people on email. Send it in a text message. I don't know how to get it out there. I got banned from Twitter because I was sending the link to people's, um, leaving the link on people's um, comments. I guess that's illegal. I've never tried Twitter before in my life, but I'm permanently suspended. So, with that being said, <laughs> I don't know any other way to get my, my thing out there other than word of mouth and asking you guys to continue to share the link and let people know about it. I got about 125, maybe 130 different podcast shows out there. Please feel free to listen to any of them at any given time because they are all very interesting. Somebody somewhere can understand or relate to what I'm saying. Thank you once again. Peace, love, and blessings. Stay woke, people. Stay safe and stay tuned.